Hello, I'm Buford Mobley with Scholarships for Soccer, and today we have a very special guest. Lucas Zeller is a Chicago soccer coach and a former player. His playing, his playing career consisted of a long list of reputable schools and clubs, including NCAA Division II Nova Southeastern, St. Xavier University, St. Francis University, and amateur pro Schwaben AC, Chicago Fire Academy, NPSL, Chicago Magic, and Windy City Pride. His coaching career includes St. Xavier Men's Soccer, Chicago Fire Juniors, and his Zyla Training Academy. Lucas is also the owner of Chicago's adult and youth training company, Thrive 45 Fitness. After eight years of coaching, Lucas lives a life of inspiring others and is dedicated to teach the game of soccer. And Lucas, it's an honor to have you today. Absolutely, thanks for the invite. Oh, you're certainly welcome. Now, today we wanna to focus a little bit on the mental side of soccer. I, I feel like the, the mental side is not talked about enough. It, you know, a lot of people train on the physical side, but um, let's talk a little bit about the mental side of soccer, so let's get right to it. Right, like you said, um, the mental side is not talked about a lot through, you know, your average coach out there. And I've learned that through growing up as a player and also my time as a coach. You know, I've kind of seen the flaws as a coach of how we're developing players and where we can kind of instill some of these mental training uh, strategies so, by the, so that by the time this player becomes – you know, a senior in high school or a freshman or sophomore in, in college, they're, they are ready and prepared for that level of play, which demands, um, you know, a high capacity of, of mental fitness. So um, that's kind of where uh, my focus has stemmed from uh, to help young players understand what it takes to play at a high level mentally. Okay. And... One of the things I noticed you talk about are the seven principles of mental strength development. So, you know, how would a soccer pl well, first of all, what are those principles of mental strength development and how would a soccer player use them to improve themselves? Sure. Good question. So uh, the first principle is gaining and maintaining confidence. Okay. So that's extremely important for players, you know, and any athlete really. Uh, the second principle is learning how to handle failures and setbacks. So every athlete, including soccer players, go through failures and setbacks, whether it be losses or injuries or getting cut from a team. So being able to handle this, those situations, you know, those are the, the building blocks towards success, being able to handle those situations. So that's principle number two. Number three is how to handle fear, right? So every, every player is naturally, every human naturally has a sense of fear when it comes to certain things. So for players to understand where that emotion is coming from and learn how to drive that emotion, that's important. And that's going to help with their performance tremendously. Um, so that's number three. Uh, number four is the power of visualization. You know, it's really visualizing where you want to be in the future and pretty much setting goals 
from that visualization. So I kind of teach these players how to visualize, how to establish long-term goals, and kind of reverse engineer uh, those goals into plans, into plans of action that they can uh, follow so that they can really maximize their potential of, of realizing their visualization, right? Um, so that's number four. And number five is self-awareness. And I think, uh, I think coaches out there can do a better job of teaching self-awareness because it, it's really a rare subject for, for a, a lot of young players. And basically self-awareness is self-assessing, you know, look, taking a look at yourself and, and understanding where the flaws are, understanding your weaknesses, understanding your strengths, and going through that process of self-awareness really helps you align as a player on what you should be focusing on during the day, during the week, during the month. And th that I've seen from working with kids is extremely effective going through, you know, that process. Um, aside from that, understanding what it really means to compete. Um, and finally, the last principle is learning how to become a leader, which is fundamental, especially if you want to play at the top, top, top level. So um, those are the seven principles that I've developed that I've seen are, are fundamental in being able to be mentally tough. Okay, that is outstanding. Um, now, as a, as a soccer parent myself, you know, I wonder what can parents do to help their player develop mental toughness? Sure. So, um, so an exercise that I do with players and parents is kind of like what I was just talking about with the self assessment. So what you do is you kind of list out, you list out all of the components that make up a mentally tough player, right? So having confidence, uh, being able to handle failures and setbacks, being able to handle fear, um, being able to handle pressure. You just kind of list out, brainstorm with your child, list out all of these components that make up a mentally fit player. And then what you do through a self-assessment is, is the player scores themselves, right? So they go through each list. They go one through 10, how confident was I this week, right? And one through 10, how did I handle failures this week? Okay. And you go through each component one by one, score yourself, and you do this exercise each week. It could be Saturday morning, it could be Sunday morning. And going through that exercise, the player will be able to identify, okay, th there's an area that I need to work on. And they're realizing it, they're identifying it, and that helps their brain understand what needs to be done that week. So when they go into practice, they're going, okay, I need to be, I need, I need to be more of a leader at practice. I need to take initiative in certain situations. I, I need to do this because on Sunday, I scored myself a two here, you know, and doing that process each and every week. If, I mean, if you did that with your player for, for 12 weeks, you would see a completely different player. You know, that, that's where you really start to see players take on responsibility of understanding what it takes to become better, basically. Wow, that is, that is awesome advice. And uh, I believe this weekend uh, a certain young man is going to start that process. 
<laughs> cool. Very good. There you go. All right. Now the next question is, um, you know, you mentioned in your first principle about confidence. So how do you instill confidence in a soccer player? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And that comes up a lot with young players. Um, there's a couple key areas with confidence. And the first is understanding. So understanding yourself, which is what we just talked about, and understanding the game, the game of soccer. And a lot of young players uh, don't necessarily study the game. You know, they'll, they'll watch Premier League games and they'll watch certain championship games. But rarely do you see a kid studying the game. And that's gaining an understanding of the game from that perspective is going to help with confidence. Um, so understanding is huge. Uh, number two is taking action. And I don't know if you saw this, uh, Buford, but uh, recently there was a, a viral video that went out with this like military guy. And he was giving a speech about um, to, to all these students. And he was saying, in order to be successful, you have to start by making your bed. Yes, I've seen that. Have you seen that? Yes. Well, when if you watch the video, he said he says this, and like all the everyone starts laughing. You know, everyone takes it really lightly, and it's like no, is that he was very very serious about his approach there because there's there's something to that, and it has to do with taking action, and it has to do with the accomplishing tasks. So if you take action, you accomplish one little task, it leads to another task and another task and another task. And very quickly, it starts to build momentum. Um, so that's what he was talking about, you know, in that, in that video. And so in regards to confidence, a player's got to take action, you know, and what I would recommend is if they're going to practice, Start taking action when they show up at practice. You know, start warming up early. Start, uh, uh, you know, shake the coach's hand. You know, help them set up some cones, right? So taking those small little actions before the practice even starts helps build momentum. And then sure enough, once the practice is in full swing, the player's instilling a willingness and an initiative to take action within the practice. So whether it's a drill or a scrimmage, they'll make that extra run or they'll call for the ball or they'll do those extra things because of this uh, momentum effect uh, by taking action. And that's, that's a small scale version of, of action and how it relates to confidence. And I'm sure you can see how, how that could uh, be effective over a long period of time. Absolutely. So, so action is extremely important. Progress is another uh, important factor. Um, and a lot of people underestimate the, the value of progress and how that relates to confidence. It doesn't have to be a lot of progress. But if a, ki if a young kid beats his record in juggling, if he gets 45 juggles when previously he had 35, that is a massive, like, confidence booster. You know, and yes. it's that tiny little piece of progress – that is going to continue to fuel a young player. And that's just a, a small example, you know. So I think those are a couple key, key areas that help with confidence, understanding, action, and, and progress. All right. That is 
great, great stuff. And one of the things, you know, in, in the research that I've done is that what separates levels of play, you know, especially the youth level, is speed of play. And the only way you can quicken your speed of play is if you quicken your decision-making skills. Right. And so is there any way to help a player speed up their decision-making skills when they're on the pitch? Absolutely. Um, the, the best way to speed up decision-making skills, um, you know, if you, if you watch a high-level game, you're, you're watching these players move around, and they're, they're very uh, specific in what spaces they're taking, what spaces, where they're moving, where they're looking, how they're turning their head. And what each and every player is doing at the highest, highest level is they're planning. They're planning the entire time. And so if the ball moves, let's say you're a central midfielder, you're planning the entire time. The ball moves to the outside. You're looking to see where the next play is going to be. Every movement of the ball, the plan changes. Options change. The plan changes. And under, having a plan is basically the answer to quick decision-making skills. And the more options you have, the more um, the better chances of you having to execute a specific plan. So if Dante's in a game and he's consciously actively having a plan before he gets the ball, his decision-making is going to be uh, just that much higher. So having a plan is, is key. Okay. Beautiful. Now, um, Lucas, you, you do all types of, of soccer training. So if, you know, if a parent came to you, let's say I happen to be in the Chicago area and I came to you and I said, I, I want you to train Dante. I, I don't know. I just want you to help him improve. So if somebody comes to you and brings their son or daughter, ideally, how much time would you spend on the physical aspects versus the mental aspect when you're training them? If you just, if, if I just said, I just need you to help him improve. Sure, sure. I think, uh, you know, first, when players come to me, usually I do some sort of assessment. So I'll assess their physical skills and, uh, and their technical skills and their ball work. Um, and also, I'll talk to them. You know, I'll talk to them about what they think about the game and kind of go through, not right now with the players that train with me, um, pers do personal training with me. Uh, I, I kind of go through this mental training uh, without them really knowing, you know, and, and w when they think, Oh, we're do doing mental training, they kind of get confused. If, if I'm, if I'm going that down that route directly. Right. Gotcha. So, so with, with these players specifically, I'm going through an assessment process in the beginning. I'm understanding where kind of gauging where they're at with their mental fitness and then throughout the week, I'm incorporating those stuff. Um, and then, so basically, I'm working two to three days a week with them on the physical stuff. And after each practice there, I'm talking to them about, for 10, 15, 20 minutes, about mental things to try at their next practice, mental things to try at their next game. And right now, that's the structure uh, that I'm going through for, for kids that train with me one-on-one. Um, -on -one. And so that's going to change this, this summer and this spring. 
I'm going to have more specific uh, classroom education type of sessions with players uh, coming up this spring uh, where it's more direct. So, um, so we'll see how that pans out. But right now, that's kind of the structure. Okay. Now, I, I know that, that, you know, you, you specialize in mental training and you have a, have a mental training course called My Soccer Mentor. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that course? Sure. So My Soccer Mentor is a, is a service, is a mentoring service. And the online course is, is a, one component of it. Um, so I will mentor kids over the phone um, over the course six to eight weeks, sometimes three months, sometimes six months. Um, and right now I have players from Texas, from Florida, from Arizona, from New York. Um, so it's really kind of cool to talk to young players from around the country. Um, but the online training course is just one component of the actual mentoring, if you will. Um, and that component, the online course, goes through the seven principles of mental strength development, which we talked about earlier today. Okay. Well, Lucas, if someone wanted to get in touch with you for your services, how would they get in touch with you? Sure. So um, they can reach out to me via social media. I'm pretty responsive on there. Um, that's fantastic. If you want to send me an email, that's perfectly fine. Uh, my email is Lucas, L-U-C-A-S, at Zeiler, Z-E-I-L-E-R.com. So. All right. Well. Two ways are the best way. Okay. Well, Lucas, I'm not going to take up more of your time. I know you're a busy man. Sure. Uh, I appreciate you stopping by and speaking with us and hope to have you back real soon. Buford. It's a pleasure. I'm sure we'll be in touch. Thanks, Lucas. All right. Take care.